0: You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 60 Self Sabotage versus Self Regard. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for biofield tuning practitioners who want to turn their practice into an aligned career that points toward freedom, fulfillment, and flexibility. This is Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. Hi tuner. I hope you're doing well today. Today's episode, I'm going to cover self-sabotage versus self-regard. And the reason why I want to bring this up and share this information with you is because I've actually been seeing this quite a lot over the last few weeks. Um just, you know, people breaking commitments, um, which I have no judgment around. I'm just actually really curious about it. Like what's behind the not following through? And this isn't just in terms of um, my coaching program, but I'm seeing it in other aspects of uh, my life with friends and family. And so, yeah, I just wanted to get curious about it and see what's behind each of them and then share it with you. <laughs> So let's start with self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is, it's a behavior that we engage in. It's a way that we react unconsciously to our emotions. When we're self-sabotaging, we are interfering with our own goals. And the reason that we do that mostly is coming from fear. We're afraid that we might fail Or we're afraid that we're not going to get the result that we want right away. And so when that comes from fear, when when fear is driving the self-sabotage, some of the things that we can see in our behavior is something that I call buffering. I like to refer to as buffering, which is not a a term that I have coined. Um, But what it, it just really encompasses The overeating, over drinking, over Netflixing, (laughs) or whatever it is that distracts us or, you know, buffers away the uncomfortable emotion that we may be experiencing. Another thing that we can do is we just kind of stay in what's familiar because on some level that's more comfortable than trying something new. So, let's say you um, want to put a retreat together, and you've done all this planning, and it's time to maybe launch, um, you know, a, a trial run or something like that. And instead, you decide, ah, I don't really want to do that anymore. I'm going to keep doing what I've always been doing, because that feels more comfortable, that feels more familiar. And so... That action it can come from a place of like consciousness and thought, but usually that's coming from a more unconscious place, just more of a reaction to that discomfort. Something else that we can do when we're self-sabotaging is just not showing up. We just, you know, and and I sometimes see this with myself uh, when I've committed to maybe something social. Um, I look for all the reasons (laughs) not to go and try to find um, excuses not to go or how do I get out of this, right? Definitely gotten a lot better at this, but it's definitely one of the things that can show up for us. Another thing that we can do is we can quit ahead of time. Usually we quit ahead of time because we're not getting results fast enough. But let me tell you that quitting (laughs) will not make it go faster. And then the other thing that we do to self-sabotage is not planning our future, not being intentional. And so we sort of, in in doing that, we perpetuate the self-sabotage. When we're not intentional, when we're not planning, um, then you know, there's other things that we would rather be doing that we're not doing because we're not we're not planning for it. We're not like intentionally creating time to do that. Um, I think that one of the things that can keep us in this pattern is this idea that you know I'm just gonna go with the flow. I'm gonna go with whatever the present moment um, puts in front of me. And I do think that we can do that in a balanced way, but when that gets out of balance is when we are just constantly reacting to life, what life puts ahead of us without putting much thought into what do I want in this moment? What do I, um, what did I commit to myself and do I want to keep that commitment? Is that important to me? Another trap I think that I see is that the idea that life should be comfortable all the time. And uh, I talk about this with some of my um, coaching clients, that there are parts of business that we aren't going to like. (laughs) For me, it's accounting. Um, There's just gonna be parts that aren't comfortable, but we can consciously choose to do those things anyway because we, We want to do them because it grants us other things that we love doing. So the reason why I want to do accounting, even though I don't like it, is because that's what keeps me working for myself. I don't have to show up for, you know, another organization or company or nine to five. I can work from my home, create my own schedule Manage my own money, and that feels amazing. There are just parts of life that are uncomfortable, but we choose them anyway because it usually leads to something great and to something that feels really aligned with us. So, breaking a commitment by self sabotaging comes from an emotion like fear. I would say that's like a fear based behavior, right? Now, when it comes to self-regard, self-regard is about taking care of yourself. It's about how you treat your own mind, what you say to yourself, how you honor your own word, the integrity that you have with yourself, what you're willing to tolerate from yourself and therefore other people, your boundaries, your opinion of yourself. And having that opinion be something that's on purpose, it's something that you've chosen and not something that was programmed way back and you're just allowing that program to keep running, right? Self-regard comes from love, especially self-love. So sometimes self-regard looks like making a commitment and then changing your mind but not from a place of fear, rather from a place of alignment and integrity. Sometimes we can make a commitment to something, um, and when we initially made that commitment, we didn't really have all of the information that we needed to really make an informed decision. And so then when we get more into that commitment and we get more information, the commitment no longer feels like it's in integrity with us. And that's okay, right? And that's where we practice self regard and we practice being compassionate with ourselves. So when we break a commitment by means of self regard, that comes from love. So the difference here is really fear and love. Self sabotage comes from fear, self regard comes from love. Self regard restores your energy to your core. It puts you more in a state of flow. It releases resistance. And self-sabotage drains your energy and keeps you spinning your wheels and adds resistance. So my friend, here's the message that I want to share. If you're wanting to quit something or break a commitment, not move forward with the intentions that you had previously set, I invite you to get curious about it. Is it coming from love or is it coming from fear? And one of the ways that we can know what it's coming from is first to feel it in our body. So, so sometimes when we think about quitting something, um, if it's coming from fear, it can it can feel like relief, right? But go just a little bit deeper. When you feel that relief, what came before it? Was it fear? Was it anxiety? Or was it just not wanting to? And not wanting to is a perfectly good reason, right? So what I would have you do then, you know, once you kind of feel into your body, list your reasons to yourself for not wanting to move forward. And identify whether you like those reasons. No one needs to tell you if it's a valid reason or not. Only you know that. Only you get to decide if it's a valid reason. And I don't want to is a perfectly good reason. And if you ever need help sorting anything like this out, feel free to reach out to me. I'd be happy to help and ask you the questions and hold that space for you. All right, my friend, I hope this helps and I will see you next time. Take care. If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice Coaching Program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. You'll be a part of a growing and thriving community of thriving practitioners. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with the J, Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O.com.